Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we will be going through seven ways to make extra money. Are you ready to make some extra money, Pablo? I'm ready. My wallet is open. Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our land and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today and we respect and celebrate the diversity of our communities. Pablo, what's your money win? Money win? Well, I just thought about it, you know, we had a nice coffee made at home, for it to the podcast, free coffee, yep. 50 cent, you know. That's my money win. That is a really good money win. What's your money win, Queenie? My money win is finding my keys. To be honest, I just thought that I left them somewhere at home or maybe at the office until I realized that I started to retrace my steps, looking everywhere at home, anywhere it could possibly be. I was looking in the office, anywhere I could have possibly left it there, and it was nowhere to be found. And then I found out that I think that my keys like dropped out of my pocket when I went bowling and it was at the bowling place but lucky they still had it so lesson for me is now I actually have an air tag on my keys so hopefully I won't lose them again and we have air tags anyway but we usually just leave them in our suitcases but this time we got like a little little keychain so that we can put our air tag in so then we will never lose our keys again hopefully Hopefully, touch wood. <laughs> touch wood, touch wood. Yes, that's a good money win because, you know, losing your keys, that can be expensive and annoying. Very expensive and annoying. Okay, so here's an interesting stat. Did you know that the average millionaire has seven streams of income, Pablo? Seven? Yes. That's a good uh, number because today we're doing seven streams of income. Yes, that's so, right. That's perfect. That's right. We're all going to be millionaires. Yeah, keen to be a millionaire, but... What's the first way I can become a millionaire, Queenie? I want to know, the listener want to know, what's the first way they can make extra money? So the first way is interest. So you can earn interest by lending people money. And the most common way that you can make interest is from bank interest. So essentially what happens is you put money into a savings account and the bank actually loans your money to other people. And because they're loaning your money to other people, they actually give you some interest and and a bit of a kickback for that. So yeah, you can earn bank interest passively. A really good way to do that is by finding a high interest savings account. And we have actually created a video about the best high interest savings accounts. The one that we currently use is Ubank. They've got a really good interest rate. At the moment, the bank interest rate on Ubank is 5%. And the only requirements to get that bonus interest rate is to deposit at least $200 per month into either your spend or save accounts. So we've been using Ubank for a while and we think it's it's pretty good. But if you would like to check out any other bank accounts, you can also check out that video. Yeah, I think bank interest is very good because... You know, you just have a bank account and you don't really think about it if you have like 1,000, 10,000, you know, whatever that is. But just checking out what is the best 
bank account for you that will make your money work as much as it can without doing anything is really good, I think. It really is. And I actually checked my bank account the other day and I saw that I had earned $500 last year just from bank interest alone. So that's pretty cool. That's a lot of money, $500. Yeah, I mean, you can do a lot with $500, so not bad. Yeah, you could, you know, buy a new set of keys or, you know, locks. You sure can. You sure can. So what's the next one, Pablo? Finding stuff and reselling. You know, I think we, when we had not much money at the beginning, when we started dating, uh, it was actually a good side of solo, just like walking around the street uh, in our neighborhood. And then people were actually just leaving stuff on the street. Like we find a mattress, we find a bed. And that was quite funny, actually, like, you know, looking stuff around the place and then bringing back home and then just taking a few pictures. I think back then, Facebook Marketplace wasn't really big, so it was mainly like Gumtree, uh, Craigslist for people listening, similar to to that website. And then we're just like listing those items and free money really laying on the street. So obviously, it's like if you want to really make a job out of it, that's going to require quarter of hours and time and dedication. But if you can like just, if you walk around the street and find like, you know, free stuff and you see that, oh, I will pay for this. So that's pretty good. People will actually pay for it. And that can be a good way of making money. Yeah. Yeah, it really can be. So finding stuff and reselling it. The next one. Have you done it, Connie? Like what's your experience on it? Yeah. I mean, we did that. For that time, when we first started dating, we found an exercise bike on the street. We found a mattress. I think in total we made about $150 from doing that, which is not bad, you know, $150. That's quite a lot. Free money. Almost as much as your interest last year. Almost as much as my bank interest, so that's pretty good. Nice. What's the next point, Queenie? The next way you can make some extra money is through dividends. So what actually are dividends? Let me give you an explainer. So a lot of companies pay a dividend. And what a dividend is, it's essentially the profits that they decide to distribute to their shareholders. So instead of retaining the profits, reinvesting to grow the business further, some companies prefer to pay a dividend. And actually quite a lot of Australian companies do pay really, really high dividends. In fact, Australia is one of the highest dividend yields in the world, which is pretty interesting. Last year, we made about $6,000 in dividends But it didn't start like that overnight. It first started with maybe like a $2 dividend, a $3 dividend here and there when we first started investing seven years ago. But if you are consistent with it, consistently adding money to your portfolio, it can turn into a pretty decent income stream. Yeah, dividend is really, really good. Like I think, you know, it's like you said, takes time and, you know, it's not built overnight. But then looking at ways to make extra money from investing, that's a really good way. But what were you saying, like Australia is the biggest or one of the biggest dividend yield right in the world. And do you know why? Yeah, it's so interesting. So the reason why Australia has one of the highest dividend yields for companies in the world is because a lot of big Australian companies instead of reinvesting their profits back into their business to grow and maybe expand overseas, a lot of these big companies decide to just pay out their profits to their shareholders because 
I guess once you get to a certain point in Australia, Australia is a pretty small country, it's really hard to grow further. So a lot of companies just decide to, yeah, pay out the profits to their shareholders. So that's pretty interesting. Whereas other companies, I guess, if you look at the US, say a company like Apple or Tesla, Amazon, any of those big companies, a lot of the time they will try to reinvest the profits back in to grow the business further. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. Like when Australia is like one of the biggest because I guess they can't grow further. And if you would like to get started investing so that you can start earning dividends too, we've created this completely free investing cheat sheet, which you can download in the show notes below. So what's the next way that we can make some extra money, Pablo? So the next point is freelancing. And I think that's a great way, you know, many people listening, I'm sure you have like good skills, uh, wherever that can be. We used to work like in marketing, Queen and I. And that was really good because we had the knowledge about SEO, digital marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, website building, you know, and that's, you know, nowadays, like there are so many websites where you can advertise those skills and people actually need those skills. They don't want to hire someone, they just want someone specialized in those things. So I think that's a really great way to utilize your skill, get paid at a fair price and make extra money on the side. Exactly. Yeah. So when I was working in my full-time job, I used to do freelancing on the side and this would bring in an extra maybe around twelve dollars to $15,000 a year, depending on the clients that I had. So it was a really good income stream and it only took a couple of hours each month in order to, you know, help my clients. And yeah, it was also really fun, like being able to do freelance work on the side. So I think if you have any skills that you could freelance, it's definitely worth doing. And you could definitely make some really good money on the side. Yeah, exactly. I think start with your circle, you know, of friends or people that you know in business to see if they need help with this or that, that, you know, you could help with. Also, there are a good website like Fiverr, Upwork, you know, all those websites where you can advertise and find clients. At the beginning, it might be hard to find clients because you don't have any track record. But once you do like maybe two, three jobs, then that will be much easier to, to find some clients. So one tip that I would recommend to people that are looking to freelance or people that are already freelancing is to make your skills a product. Because when you make your skills a product, it's easier to not charge by the hour because we only have so many hours in a day to earn money. And if you're charging by the hour, there is a bit of a cap on how much money you could make or how much you could earn. Whereas if you try to make your skills a product and sell a product instead of an hourly rate, that's when you can make a lot more money and still deliver really, really good value to your clients. But that's something that has really helped me. So instead of, for example, charging per hour to build a website, I would charge for a website project as a product. And so instead of the client saying, oh, it only took you 10 hours to build this website or, or how many hours have you done on this website? I would instead charge as a product and maybe that would also increase my hourly rate. But yeah, that's a good way to do it, I think. Yeah, I think that's very good, especially, you know, if you are good at what you're doing, like that can make high income for not long. Because I remember there was this burger website, right? They wanted to calculate how many hours that was going to take you, right? <laughs> that was a really big mistake on my part. So I had this client and they were a restaurant and they wanted me to build a website for them. 
And I quoted them the price for a website as a package, as a product. And then they started to ask me, "Mm, okay, so how long will it take you to build this website? And I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe like 20 hours, 40 hours. I'm I'm really not sure um, exactly how long it would take. And, uh, and then he started to calculate, okay, well, if it's 20 hours or 40 hours, then you're charging this as an hourly rate. And I was quite young at the time. And he was like, well, you know, an hourly rate for somebody at my company is this. So you should really be charging this for the website. And I was just, you know, going back in time, I wish I told like younger Queenie, like, if you, it's not really the same thing. Like, Asking a contractor that is contracted to build a website is very different from having, say, like an intern or an, or a grad at your company doing work. It's a very different role. So it's okay to charge more than a grad, you know, doing that job. And you can't really compare the prices of like two different people. So, yeah, but at the time I was just like, okay, fine, <laughs> I'll do it for that price. But, yeah, that, that was a big mistake on my part. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's a good lesson learned, you know. You've done it once the next time you're like, you know, I'm not going to calculate power. That's the price and, you know, with or without your energy. Exactly, exactly. And I think that that's why it's really important to charge as a package or a product rather than per hour because once you start doing per hour then they start to compare like oh a barista makes this much per hour like why are you charging this much per hour even if it's completely unrelated you know yeah oh, also you know they could be like oh one designer is this price per hour to one, but then you know the design that they're gonna get you in the same hour is like world apart exactly and some people are a lot faster at what they do as well like I think something I wasn't realizing at the time is if you're someone that's never built a website before, it's going to take you a really long time to learn how to build a website. But obviously at the time I had built many, many, many different websites before. So I was pretty quick at it. I knew how to do it. I didn't really run any t- into any issues because I had a system. So it shouldn't really matter how much you're charging per hour. What matters is the finished product and whether or not the client is happy with the finished product. I think that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Nice. I was saying, and for those listening you know make sure you charge per product and the product actually we are selling now is the like so we're looking for a five-star review it's a package package deal you come you send you give a five-star review if you enjoy it yes please do that thank you pablo for bringing that up so the next point renting out things that you already own so i think when people think you can rent something out they might think I'm going to rent out a property or I'm going to rent out a room in my place. But not everybody has a property to rent out or a spare room to rent out. But there are actually other things that you can rent out that people will still buy. So a really good example is a car. So now there are heaps of websites where you can rent out your car. Websites like Turo or Uber Car Share or even EV. If you have an EV car, there's a special website where people can rent EV cars. So yeah, that's a really good way to make some extra money. Even if you have a spare parking spot or a garage that you're not using, you could potentially rent that out to somebody. We actually used to do this. We used to not have a car and we had this parking spot and garage that we weren't using. So we would rent it out on this website called Parkhound and it would make us an extra $50 a week, which is quite a lot of money. Yeah, it was quite a lot of money. I mean, we we were able to park our car actually First, we did not have a car at the beginning and were able to make the most of the garage we had. So save 
technically on our end, all made $50 a week extra, which was really good. And then after when we, when we had the car, we were just literally parking the car on the street, still renting our spot, you know. And it was so good, you know. That's a lot of money at the end of the year. It really is. It's such a great tip. If you are looking to make some extra money and you do have something that you're not using, you might as well make, make money from that. Yeah, and like something I, we also rented was uh, Jenga, giant Jenga. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that was so cool. So... I had this birthday party and I wanted to buy a giant Jenga set and I was looking online to buy one and everywhere was sold out of a giant Jenga. And then I found this person on Facebook Marketplace that was renting their giant Jenga out. So I rented it from them for, I forgot how much it was, maybe like 30 or $20 or so. But the giant Jenga set only costs $40 to buy. And I was like, light bulb moment, this is genius. So... When it, when it was back in stock, I went to the shops, I bought the giant Jenga, and then I started renting it out on Facebook Marketplace. And I think we made quite a bit of money from that. Like, it wasn't like crazy. I don't think we got somebody every single week, but maybe once a month, somebody would rent it from us for a couple of days. And yeah, we definitely made more than our money back just by buying that giant Jenga. Oh yeah, way more. Like, I think we made at least five, maybe $600 in the total lifespan and then we eventually sold the giant Jenga for the same price or maybe slightly less you know so that was really a good investment you know yeah that's true I think over the time that we had it we made around 500 to 600 dollars from that giant Jenga set and at the end we actually ended up selling it for a little bit less than what we bought it for so yeah definitely money worth spent by giant Jenga yeah 100 percent. so I guess what Something you can do, obviously, is maybe buy a giant Jenga, but you can also reverse engineer and look at stuff on Marketplace that you can rent out or that you can rent on Marketplace for like parties, birthday parties and things, weddings, and then see, oh, maybe that's not too expensive or I could rent that out. And then, you know, either get it or you already have it, that's even better. And then rent those things on Marketplace. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, another thing you could do is even power tools because drills and stuff like that, like how many times a year do you really need to drill a hole in your wall? Not much, not not that much, unless you're a carpenter or a builder. But it doesn't really make sense for everybody to own power tools. So if you do own a drill set or something like that, you could definitely rent that out in Marketplace and you'll probably save people money in the long term by doing that. Yeah, for sure. I think it, all those power tools, you know, like everyone like wants one and things like that, but you always end up using it like once or twice and not breaking even on those, you know, so either like renting it. Uh, also, like you can rent your service on Airtasker and, you know, rent a power tool plus you doing the haul. Yeah, exactly. extra money like that. That can be also another side hustle. I mean, if you have free time, you know, and lots of power tools and know how to use your skills. You know, there was like freelancing, obviously, online, but there is also in-person, you know, doing those handy jobs because people actually pay a lot of money for those things. Yeah, they definitely do. I remember in our last apartment, one of our air fence was coming out of the wall and we hired somebody on Airtasker to help us fix it. And something important to note, they weren't charging per hour, they were charging as a product 
and they charged us $250. They came into our apartment. It took them a couple of minutes to fix it. And then we paid them the money, you know, the $250. So I think it's so important. Charge by product if you are on Antask or things like that. And, uh, and if you're good at what you do and you're quick, then, yeah, you can make some extra money. Maybe that person listened to the podcast before it went out. Maybe. Maybe they did. Very smart. So before the next point, I think we'll have a quick ad break. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Thanks for listening to the ad break. So the next point is Etsy. Do you want to talk about it, Queenie? Yeah, Etsy. So I have a friend and she sells, she's really crafty. She's really good at making scrunchies and earrings and things like that. And she sells these products on Etsy. And I think it's a really, really great side hustle if you are crafty, if you want to do something a bit different. And if you just enjoy making nice crafty things, it's a good side hustle. Yeah, and you know, we were talking about like finding stuff on the street. You can also often like find stuff on the street that are not too good, but then you can make them so much better. So, or even find them for free on Marketplace because people discard those things, then you buy it for free, you get it for free, and then you just like repolish it, paint it better, make it, you know, nice using Pinterest to look some nice style things like that. And then, Voila. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I had this friend and she has this makeup table that she got for free on Facebook Marketplace. So she found this random table for free. It didn't look that great when she picked it up. That's why, hence why it was free. But she painted it white. She put this really nice like marble contact paper on top. So it looks like kind of like a marble, nice looking makeup table. And yeah, now it looks brand new. And if she wanted to sell it, I think she could sell it for quite a bit of money. Yeah. And I think the good thing, you know, is that you don't need to, you need just need the skills, but you don't need, you know, the, to know people to be able to sell it because now with all this platform like Etsy, there's so many websites that you can actually use your skills to sell your knowledge or, you know, your product. So that's so good. Exactly. And I think just thinking from that lens just helps you. And then you start to discover just so many opportunities to make money. Like once you start thinking more like a producer rather than a consumer, the world opens up and you start to realize like, hang on, there, there are heaps of ways for me to provide a service to someone else or to provide a product to somebody else, benefit them and also make money in return. So yeah, thinking more like a producer rather than a consumer, that is something that has really helped us build wealth over the long term. We started, as you know, picking up mattresses for free on the street, reselling them. 
And yeah, I think that mindset really serves you well. Yeah, for sure. And that leads us to the next point, you know, because we're watching lots of YouTube videos, listening to podcasts and things like that. And we're like, switch our mindset to instead of watching that video during COVID, well, why don't we create video to help people, you know, and producing content out there. And that led us to a real business today. Exactly, exactly. That does lead us very nicely into our next point, creating content online. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're getting value from this podcast, maybe you could also be a creator producing something of value for somebody else to listen to. And we all have our, you know, unique skills and abilities. For us, it was personal finance. We just love talking about it. We we just love the hustle. We love finding ways to make some extra money. For you, it could be something else or it could be similar. Who knows? But yeah, there are just so many different niches out there on the internet from cleaning hacks, cooking hacks, personal finance, just the, the possibilities are endless. And there are so many different ways to earn money once you do have an online platform and you do have an audience from getting paid by brands to sponsor certain products. You could get money from YouTube ads. You could get money from selling your own digital products or through referrals. There are just so many different ways to earn money once you do have an online audience. Of course, it is pretty hard to start, I'd say, at the beginning. It, the first 1,000 subscribers or followers is always the hardest, but it does get easier from there. And I would also say that, yeah, it is a little bit thankless at the beginning. Like you might get like one or two views, no one really watching it, even though you've, you've put your heart and soul into the content that you're creating. But slowly over time, uh, it does grow and it is really rewarding. Yeah, it, there's no overnight success, you know. You always see these big YouTubers, big podcasters, but... You know, you see them big as of now. But, you know, every time we speak with someone or we learn about someone's story, we're like, oh, they were doing that before or this or that, you know. And they've started like years ago. I was in their first channel. Oh, that was they've done it for like 10 years. They were a comedian or whatever. They all have like a background that brought them where they are today. And, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the second best time is now. So, you know, like we always think, oh, but I don't have the skills or I don't know this or I don't know enough about that. But, you know, whatever like your life has brought you, you know so much. So it's just like a matter of taking the first step and getting onto it. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know what's really funny? Isn't it funny how if somebody were to tell us, hey, I'm going to write a book, we don't say to them, why are you writing a book? Isn't it a bit too late to write a book? You know, like, isn't that a little bit last century? You know, like if somebody says this, they're writing a book, you're like, oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. But why do we say that when it comes to social media? Why do we think it's too late to start an Instagram page or a TikTok or something like that? It has been around for a while, but so have books and still people make successful books and they make money from books. So why not start your online brand, you know? Yeah, 100%. You know, it's never too late. And, you know, obviously it doesn't mean it's going to work, but like you learn so much from anything you're doing. Like you're not going to learn anything from not doing it. You're going to learn by doing it and try and error. Yeah, exactly. It's like that quote. I love it. I think it's like, I forgot the exact quote, but something like, 
it's so much easier to steer a ship that's already moving than a ship that isn't moving at all. And I think it's so true. Like even if you go down one path and maybe it's not working, it's easier to steer it because you're already moving than if you're just thinking and thinking about doing something and not actually doing anything. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, get your engine on and start the ship. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We really, really appreciate each and every one of you. Pavlo and I are so grateful. We wouldn't be able to do what we do without you. So thank you so much. And by the way, if you would like to get started investing, we have created a completely free cheat sheet, which you can download in the show notes below. And we'll see you in the next podcast. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.